Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host has a black belt. Who could it be? Who is it? The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Elect should address any remarks through the chair and not to other members elect in the second person. Members elect should refrain from engaging in personalities toward other members elect. The chair appreciates the cooperation of members elect in respecting and upholding order and decorum in the House. Thank you. Oh, behave. So, the <laughs> so Gerald Johnson, the uh, uh, clerk of the House of Representatives, issuing a, I wouldn't exactly call it a stern remonstration yesterday, but a reminder that, you know, hey, a little bit of decorum as we're in the middle of absolute pandemonium in the House of Representatives uh, might be a good thing since, you know, y'all agreed to these rules. And that's just things like, you know, don't talk to each other, talk to me, talk to the chair, you know, don't don't call each other names, don't engage in personal attack, you know, all the, the standard stuff that you're used to anyway. But, you know, and that got a, a hearty round of applause. All right. So and we continue. We've had what so far we've had um, six rounds of voting, three rounds each day, a couple of punted sessions. And then John James of Michigan gets up and says, for what reason does the gentleman from Michigan rise? How are you going now? Madam Clerk. I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Seventh verse, same as the first. <laughs> so sure enough. Now, what was interesting about this particular round is John James. Okay, he is a freshman congressman from Detroit, from Michigan, and he's a black guy. And I just, I'm just excited he's there because he is. He's the kind of guy that I just love listening to. I didn't know who he was. I'd never heard of him before. I don't pay attention, to, even though I'm from there originally. I don't pay attention to Michigan politics at all, um, other than when it happens to be national news. John James is, is a rock star. Thank you, Madam Clerk. There's been a lot of talk about history over the last few days. And 1856 was the last time it took longer than the votes we're having right now to find a Speaker of the House. 133 over two months. Without question, the issues divide us today are much less severe than they were in 1856. In fact, there's far more that unite us 
than divide us, regardless of our political party or our ideology. The issues today are over a few rules and personalities, while the issues at that time were about slavery and whether the value of a man who looks like me was 60% or 100% of a human being. Word. It was a long, drawn-out, painful process, but it needed to happen. And in the end, Nathaniel Banks won by the slimmest of margins. But you know, margins don't matter when your policies are on the right side of history. I mean, pretty statesmanly, you know? Like, hey, you know, I know we're kind of divided by some stuff, but it's not quite slavery that's dividing us. Fair reminder. And I love the idea of his, I, I don't know, just the, the optimism that I heard in the speech that he gave. Since then, our nation's made a lot of progress. That includes families like mine. My family's gone from slave to the floor of United States House of Representatives being the first member of his freshman class to speak in a series of five generations. My family has gone from slave to right here since 1856. My father and mother born in the 1940s and 1950s in the Jim Crow South, and my dad lived directly across the street from a school he couldn't go to because he was black. He started, a he started a business with one truck, one trailer, no excuses, with the help of his wife, and now his son stands here on the precipice of taking back the majority for the American people and taking this nation in the right direction. I'm just telling you, this, this this guy's got a future for sure. And it's almost like, why is he only a congressman? You know, why didn't he run for Senate? <laughs> you know, like somebody somebody undershot his potential. But yeah, very obviously it's the district. And, you know, can you win statewide as a Republican in, in Michigan anymore? Uh, but no, he lays out a whole bunch of conservative ideals that we're in favor of. He talks about how he's a freshman, doesn't need to be told uh, that the government is broken and D.C. is broken. He knows it because that's what everybody says. And, you know. I, I always love uh, somebody who's going to quote uh, from Benjamin Franklin. You know, we are, we're all going to hang uh, together or else we'll hang individually. And then this, listen, I don't expect these speeches to make any difference in people's votes, even though naive me thinks that maybe they might. And I actually naive me thought that maybe this one would based on how good it was. I found this moment, this was the first time I heard anything in these speeches that was like, oh, hmm. You know, like moved my needle about any of these people. I'm standing here today because I'm the seventh to stand up in support of Kevin McCarthy for speaker. He's earned my trust. The first time we met was in his office under the watchful gaze of a, a Frederick Douglass painting. And he told me in that office on the eve of the 2019 State of the Union address that there's nothing that could be said or done during that address that embarrassed him more than the fact that when the Democrat side stood up, they would look more like the United States of America than we did. And he set out not to compromise our values, not to compromise our ideology, but to work harder to make sure that more people with diverse perspectives and different lived experiences could be here. And the very next election, he won 14 seats up from 199. And all the seats he won were with minorities, women, and veterans. The very next cycle, this next cycle, he won and me and my good buddy and classmate in West Hunt helped double the number of black Republicans in the, in the Republican yeah. Congress. 
So who's responsible for a more diverse Republican Party in Congress? This black guy from Detroit says Kevin McCarthy is. I mean, that's not nothing. <laughs> that's I mean, right. That's and to, for, for that to be his expression in private, that he would be more embarrassed by nothing than if the Republican Party continued to fail to look like America. That's I mean, that's interesting. I'd never heard that before. I thought that was fascinating. And he goes on to say, you know, look, you don't fire a guy who is winning. And I'm from Detroit. I understand how to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. That's a Lions joke, which he referenced. Um, but no, he was it was a good it was a good speech. And he finished and there was rousing applause. And then Pete Aguilar got up and repeated the same old stuff for Hakeem Jeffries. And that's fine. And then um, Dan Bishop uh, gets up and, you know, it's hard enough to be the guy representing the unpopular position, which in the House, right, the 20 holdouts are the unpopular position by definition. Dan Bishop of North Carolina gets up and is like, here we go again. Byron Donalds, I'm in. For what purpose does the gentleman from North Carolina rise? Madam Clerk, I rise to place in nomination the name of Byron Donalds of Florida. The gentleman is recognized. I want to begin by saying how much I have anticipated the gentleman from Michigan's arrival in this house, not in the Senate, not in the old state, unchanging Senate, but in the house where we make change. <laughs> Do you ever give a speech where you're like, fist in the air, who's with me? We are. <laughs> like, it just didn't end the way you were hoping for. And that was the Dan Bishop speech. It's like, yes, here in the people's house where we make change, and it's fantastic. But in the house where we make change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, brother, sit it's down. Like you and me at the Christmas party. That's right. Yeah. But no, he went for broke. He tried for it again. He thought, I got my moment. I'm here. I'm on national TV. People like Andrew McKay and Pensacola are watching. Go. Yesterday, we could have elected the first black Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. Oh, but wait, wait, wait for it. That's all the Democrats chanting Hakeem, Hakeem, because he would be the first black speaker yes. that they have voted for at this point six times in a row for the majority. Well, not the majority, for the plurality of 212. Right. So their Every thought time. is, yeah, we've already been doing this, bro. You're a little slow to this party. <laughs> so Gonna that's a double backfire. Dan Bishop, sit down. <laughs> need another montage. Yeah, that's right. So... We finally go through the voting. McCarthy. Gates. Donald John Trump. Trump. Of course. <laughs> Round seven. Matt Gates, all on his lonesome, votes for President Trump. Uh, in that round, we had uh, 212 for Jeffries, 201 for McCarthy, 19 for Byron Donalds, and one for President Trump. They went to round eight, and I'll just do the recap quickly. I won't go with all the sound clips. That's a little tone deaf, though, on the anniversary of January 6th or insurrection. Ah, it was a day ahead. But yeah, I know. I'm with you. I, all right. He didn't. Nobody joined him. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the funniest part was when, when he got up to nominate to, uh, he actually gave a speech about President Trump, with which I agree with some. I don't think Trump should be speaker. I mean, that's nonsense. Um, but, you know, 
he gave up a, gave a speech for it, and he got a huge round of applause from one person, kind of Lauren Boebert, yeah, standing right next to him. a certain <laughs> Lauren B. Yeah, and that was it. And then she didn't even vote for Trump in the round. Um, <laughs> so in 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 round eight. Uh, McCarthy dropped to 201, stayed at 201, Byron Donald 17, Kevin Hearn became the alternative at two, Donald Trump at one. Uh, In round nine, 212 to 200, McCarthy shed another person. Uh, Ken Buck of Colorado stopped voting or left or something, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, um, Byron Donald 17, Kevin Hearn three, present one, so actually Trump, uh, um, Gates went in for Kevin Hearn on that one. In the next round, round 10, 212, 200, 13 for Donald, Kevin Hearn grew to seven, and one present. And then in the last round, round 11, Hakeem Jeffries, 212, Kevin McCarthy, 200, Byron Donalds, 12, Kevin Hearn, 7, and Donald Trump again won. Um, uh, Matt went back to voting for him and did not vote. And then they adjourned on a voice vote that was, on a um, uh, roll call vote that was 219 to 213, very close again. So we'll pick this up again today. There's more popcorn to be had. 523, we still don't have a speaker. Uh, Matt Gates made a big deal on this floor about um, Kevin McCarthy squatting in the speaker's office with no justification. <laughs> I, I do agree with his line. I do agree with his line, which was, um, which part of the federal rules provides that the guy who comes in second in eight straight votes for speaker gets the speaker's office? Ouch. Accurate. Know, I'm Andrew McKay. He could have his own radio show. <laughs> you may think when you file an insurance claim, the insurance company will do all they're supposed to do to pay out the claim. But insurance companies don't provide manuals to get fair insurance claim settlements. That's where Claimology steps in, giving you a voice when you've suffered property damage or business loss. Don't get lost when filing a claim. Contact Claimology at 850-684-4794 or online at insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. Claimology, noun. The art of science and application of fair insurance claim settlements. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here, Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in this morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Hey, it's Andrew McKay. Hi, I'm Candy Cullerton. Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi. This is Gracie Wolf. Hi, this is David Wayne. Hey, it's Jenna Barr. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor. Happy New Year. News Radio 92.3. Colors. 
You weren't Close. expecting iced tea, Close. were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I am a nightmare. Anyway, 526 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's, you what? You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> I do not. Man, that, that good one, man. That threw me. I remember that since I, the singles. I, I remember the um, movie. Well, yeah, right. But uh, I remember the first year we had our Christmas party, and we do karaoke at our Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And um, the first year, I thought, oh, I'll show people some stuff that they don't expect from me. So I did Burn Hollywood Burn by Public Enemy. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just say the reaction from my fellow employees was not exactly what I was expecting, because I'm sure that was not exactly what they were expecting. Well, okay, so be it. I don't mean any offense. Yeah, go you're ahead. So white, you're clear. You know. So yeah, that, I did not. I was long ago given advice to buy stock in sunscreen companies for good reason. Yeah, right. No, no that's right. But Brett anyway. and I both worked urban radio too. It's so funny. I was I've been Kit Kat and he was Cash Money. Oh, nice. Yeah, done. <laughs> not here. Five twenty-seven on News Radio ninety-two three. Candy has worked in every radio variant I there is. Sure have. You got um, headlines for us? I do. Excellent. I'm working in the news one for the last time. Uh, President Biden will mark the two-year anniversary of the attack. That's today, the U.S. Capitol. Uh, Biden is expected to award the Presidential Citizens Medal, the nation's second highest civilian honor, to law enforcement officers who defended that building on January six. Uh, probable cause affidavit for the arrest of Brian Koberger unsealed in a Moscow, Idaho court details how prosecutors believe he's connected to the November stabbing deaths of the four University of Idaho students. Document says that he's uh, linked to the killings by DNA evidence, cell phone data and video of his car. I've been reading a little bit about it on Reddit, but I'm sure we'll cover off on it in news or whatever. Uh, And American Airlines is in hot water after a recent report from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. That's OSHA. They opened a whistleblower investigation in August and found American was retaliating against employees who reported toxic fumes in airline cabins. And those are your headlines. All right, very good. You know, you, you brought up an interesting question. We were talking about uh, Matt Gates nominating President Trump and voting for him three times yesterday during the voting. And, uh, you know, voting that didn't move at all. There's been at no all. movement whatsoever, except that uh, this one guy from Colorado stopped voting. It doesn't change anything. And you hear these rumors of, like, there's a deal on the table to uh, try to get, uh, you know, about 12 of the Republicans to come over. There's still a hardcore five that are no. And that's enough to stop him, period, unless Democrats don't vote or vote for Kevin McCarthy. So it's, you know, not at all clear what's going to happen. But you made an interesting point. It's January 5th yesterday uh, when Matt goes ahead and votes for Donald Trump on the, uh, what, two-year anniversary minus a day. And then the natural question, I'll ask this in future news, but the natural question is, you know, would he continue to put up President Trump even on the anniversary? Absolutely. He has to. He can't not do it because January 6th, that's, that would be to admit there's something weird about that. That would be to admit guilt responsibility, right? Um, you know, that would make it so obvious that he has to continue the statement out of consistency. And I think he would, frankly. I think he would, frankly. By the way, you know, one thing that neither uh, much media and I, even me, I have to admit, we haven't really covered much is what is it they're fighting about? Because the typical perception is either personalities, you know, Kevin McCarthy is uh, not a good enough conservative or he's a part of the swamp or as Matt called him, the alligator, chief alligator the other day. Um, and, and that's true. I mean, that, those are, that's part of the issue, okay, is, is personality slash trust. But um, also, Matt Gates actually proposed a bunch of reforms several weeks ago, a month or two ago, that they're real serious reforms for how the House does business. And, uh, you know, McCarthy has no interest in these things, which is unfortunate because they are all really sensible ideas. 
you know, for example, he wants to ban uh, members from uh, owning and trading in individual stocks because they have the ability to control countries or uh, companies' futures. He wants to limit or ban, you know, PAC money supporting them, which he doesn't take any himself. And there's all these rules about you have to have so much fundraising in order to get yourself into a, um, a chairmanship, and he wants to get rid of all of that nonsense. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. After 11 unsuccessful votes, Fox confirms more concessions from Republican leader Kevin McCarthy to some of the Republicans holding him back. Utah GOP Congressman-elect Burgess Owens warned McCarthy's detractors on Fox News at night. Those who want to hold out because of personalities will eventually have to cave in if they want a future. Fox has learned over a half dozen individual members-elect are negotiating to either flip to support McCarthy or vote present. The House will reconvene at noon and member attendance will play a major role in the vote count. Fox's Sean Langell. Hawaii's Kilauea volcano is erupting again. The Hawaii Emergency Management Agency says the eruption is confined to the crater and it is not posing any hazards to surrounding communities. Max Rodriguez with Fox affiliate KHON in Honolulu, Kilauea and its larger neighbor, the Mauna Loa volcano, were both spewing lava a month ago, stopping at about the same time. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 47 in Pensacola, 531. Kenny Cullerton for News Radio 92.3. A reminder to anybody interested in joining the city of Pensacola as a professional firefighter, today is the deadline to apply. You can do so at PensacolaCityJobs.com. Physical ability test is uh, scheduled for Thursday, uh, January 12th, for qualified applicants. Minimum qualifications are a high school diploma or equivalent and firefighter certification in the state of Florida. Starting pay is 35.8 annually. That's plus benefits. As California is in with winter storms, the state's attorney Attorney General is urging residents to be on the lookout for price gouging. In a release sent Thursday, Rob Bonsa warned folks to be on the lookout for businesses driving up prices for essential items. His office noted it's against state law for prices to climb over 50% on certain products sold after a state of emergency is declared. Governor Gavin Newsom issued that Wednesday. The items in question are things like food, medical supplies, and gasoline. Should anyone believe they've been a victim of price gouging, they're encouraged to report it to law enforcement. I'm at Mattinson. Former Mobile firefighter says she was fired for a tattoo on the back of her neck and uh, for speaking out on what she described as sexism and harassing behavior. She filed an Equal Employment Opportunity Commission complaint. A decent amount of people on the other half of the classroom were discussing trying to tie nooses. And, you know, instinctively, I guess I just kind of stood up and said, you know, if you want to learn how to do that, I think that it's best you do that on your your, your free time. But I don't think it's appropriate, you know, here right now in this moment. Kiana Adams told WKRG that at the time she got that tattoo, department policy prohibited them on the face or neck. She also said that she complied with a request to grow her hair out to cover it. However, she was still fired in November. And she said the same day she was fired, a photo was taken showing her hair completely covering this tattoo. City Mobile says Adams was fired for failing to meet department standards during her working test period. Police in Mobile releasing the name of the suspect in an apparent gang-related fatal shooting New Year's Eve. 22-year-old Tom Thomas was released from the hospital on Thursday, formally charged with murder and the death of 24-year-old Jatarius Reeves. He's also facing a charge of first-degree assault and shooting into an unoccupied building. Nine other people were injured in the shooting that took place in downtown Mobile. Additional charges are pending. And Nirvana. Hello. 
made the list of the Recording Academy's 2023 Grammy recipients for the Lifetime Achievement Award. Other honorees include Bobby McFerrin, Ma Rainey, Nile Rogers, Slick Rick, as well as Anna Nancy Wilson of Heart. Academy CEO said in a statement he's proud to celebrate this diverse state of influential music and people spanning numerous genres and crafts. Uh, here's a look at our forecast. This Channel 3. Meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Beautiful day out there with a high near 63 degrees, plenty of sunshine with a low overnight near 45. Beautiful weather will continue through the beginning of the weekend. Saturday, sunny skies, high near 65. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 57 and by Sunday, a little bit warmer near 70 degrees for your high with a small chance of a stray shower. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks so much, Brooke. It is 47 in Pensacola, 54 Gulf Breeze, 43 in Milton. And our next news happens at 6 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. Candy Cullerton for News Radio 92.3. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons at 4. This is why young adults ages 18 to 29 are living with mom and dad. I'm serious. This is what they're saying. They're basically saying, oh, look, I'd rather live in mom and dad's basement to be able to go watch Avatar and IMAX 3D and pay 20 bucks a ticket and not blink at it. And get popcorn. <laughs> and get popcorn. Exactly. I'm going to go to see Avatar 2. I'm in the theater. And it's going to be 150 bucks for me to go by myself, but I can do it because I live with mom and dad in the basement. On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Time is running out. Northwest Florida, Pensacola, Pace, Milton, Fort Walton. Your last chance to sign up for the 2023 health plan is January 15th for February 1st effective day. Call the Florida Blue Mobile Center, 850-273-5680. Coming to you. Florida Blue plans offer reliable coverage at an affordable cost. With over 200 plan options to fit a variety of budgets and health care needs, there's sure to be one for you. Explore plans with low to no deductibles, $0 in-person and virtual visits and doctors with extended office hours. You may even qualify for lower monthly payments after financial assistance. At no cost to you, an exclusive Florida Blue agent will help you find the right 2023 Florida Blue plan and quickly get you enrolled. But don't wait. Sign up before January 15th. Call the Florida Blue Mobile Center, 850-273-5680. English and Spanish-speaking agents available. Tenemos agentes que hablan español. Individual exchange plans only if you qualify. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Tune in Tuesday morning at 10 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Whitetail Properties real estate agent Todd Edwards, a land specialist in hunting, recreational, farm, and timber properties, will be discussing how he can market and promote your property. Or if you're a buyer looking for your dream property or land investment, how his experience can work for you. That's Tuesday morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92 3 AM 1620. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. is, you know, I'm just going to take um, take my car. I'm going to go have a couple of drinks early. I'm going to come home before the new year. Uh, and it always ends up one drink leads to four to six, and then they end up staying past the new year, and then that vehicle is out there. Don't 
don't be tempted to do that. Again, just take another way there. Take an Uber, take a cab, take some other way to get to your celebration destination without using your own vehicle. And and we would love that when Mike comes on next week and talks to Andrew that we had zero incidents. Not, not the two like last year, but this year we want zero incidents. All right. You have Ray Walker last week talking to Mike Wood saying when Andrew comes back, here I am, uh, that we would talk about this with Mike Wood. And appropriately so. So New Year's Eve, Mike Wood, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. How did it go for DUIs? Good morning. Good morning. So how did New Year's Eve go? Well, I have good news and bad news. Outstanding. Um, the bad news. The bad news is that we had DUI arrest. Uh, the good news is there were only two, just like last year. Now two is too many, but it could have been much worse. And, and I'm curious if you know the two that were arrested. Were they citizen tips? Were they police observations? Or were they drunk as a result of some other traffic infraction? You pulled them over and discovered them drunk. I don't know. I just have the numbers on, on what we arrested on New Year's Eve, okay. um, but I can get that for you. Okay. I'm just always, you know, because I, I have called people in who, who are driving drunk before, and I always kind of wonder, you know, what comes of it. And I know it's, you know, the recommendation if you, you know, you do see somebody because they are a danger, especially, I mean, if they're weaving enough yeah. and slowing down and speeding up and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff, then you know what's going on. And, you know, they're a danger to everybody, so... Yeah, you know, back in the day, before cell phones, the only way you would get caught for DUI is if you ran into something or an officer got behind you. Those days are long gone, and I've said this many times before. We've got everybody with cell phones now, and most of the people will call us. We get the calls often about vehicles that are swerving or sitting at green lights or doing all kinds of other weird things in traffic. So we've got the citizens looking out for us, and a lot of arrests do come from calls like that. Very good, which is why why you should call. You know, if you see something, say something. That's true of a drunk driver like anything else. We've had a couple of um, we've had a couple of very unfortunate incidents, including now th- this one, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first of two times that this person was shot or shot at. But this is the drive by on Blunton Ninth Avenue on Saturday, right? Yeah, he was uh, sitting in a vehicle at Ninth and Blunt and uh Shots came from another vehicle, hit his, and struck him, and he drove himself to Baptist Hospital, um, only to be released and shot a couple days later um, out in the county. So, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that. There's something going on. I don't know if his luck is just horrible or or, uh, or what's going on with that, but it's being investigated by two agencies now. Nobody's that unlucky. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, you didn't. Which- yeah, there's... It's just it's There's scary. Somebody to th- not happy with him, or it's just bad luck. I don't know. And it's of course scary to think about that happening on the open roads at a traffic light. Because look, it, we know that a lot of these things happen with people who are already engaged in bad behavior. But obviously, these imbeciles are not the best marksmen, and so anybody could be a victim, a bystander, somebody in another car. I mean, this is horrible stuff to have going on in our streets. Yeah, it is. And Ninth and Blood normally is a very busy intersection. We're fortunate that this happened very early in the morning when there was almost no traffic. So, um, yeah, that's something that, that, that sometimes these people don't think about. They, they have a target in mind. That's all they think about. Uh, and they fire 15 or 20 shots, and every one of those bullets is going to strike something. And that's what's so incredibly dangerous about it. Now, and again, like we know who the victim is, but I'm assuming he's not cooperating particularly with you guys or with ECSO. Is that right? 
Uh, I'm not familiar with with the, whether he's cooperating or, or not. I know that I've said it many times. So is Sheriff Simmons how about how these people are just are not cooperating. They they want to take care of it themselves. Which again, you know, one shooting can breed another one. That yep. too is dangerous. Um, but yeah, it, it's very very frustrating at times to to get information on these shootings. Uh, we also had, and you and I had not had a chance to talk about it. It was kind of fresh news when you talked about it last week, this horrible death of Terry Barkley uh, over on the um, uh, the train trestle, uh, over on, uh, like, by Chimney Park kind of vicinity on uh, off Scenic. You know, his, God, his son had been a volunteer, had worked with us as an intern, a really sharp kid. Um, do we know at this point anything more? Was it, because the way I understood the story was that he was, basically on his phone, I assume he had his earbuds in and wasn't paying attention, rock, walking the wrong way on the tracks, which is a crime to begin with. But do we know anything more at this point? Well, we know that he was walking in the same direction that the train was traveling. So the train would be coming up from behind him. Right. And the conductor said that uh, they blew the horn and he was focused on his phone. There, he, there was no doubt he was focused on his phone. He was swiping on his phone with his finger. And, you know, that that's all we know at this time. You know, we're, we're scratching our heads on it, too, as, as to um, how he could not hear the train. But um, it's a sad situation. And, um, you know, we're hoping, we're hoping to get to the bottom of it. Just don't know if we ever will. Well, and to me, it's a reminder that when you've got your earbuds in, if they're designed well, you can't hear anything else, even loud noises. It's one of the reasons why, um, and pardon me for not knowing the fact, but it's either discouraged or illegal to have earbuds in when you're driving in your car, right? For the same reason, because you can't hear what's going on. Yeah, it is, but we don't know that he had earbuds in. We oh, fair enough. Okay, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, so so we don't we don't we just don't know. We uh, didn't see any anything like that at the scene. Officers did look, uh, but those things are small and uh, and could have ended up anywhere. Okay, all right, fair enough. So I apologize for making that inference. That's my mistake for dr- going going too far. Um, you also had a carjacking. This is a this is terrifying. It was on Langley by the uh, by the elementary school, right? But I mean, not that that's connected, but that's the location. Yeah, it was a, a convenience store near near Tony, and uh, this uh, female was in her vehicle, um, minding her business, and was approached by a young, slim black male who had a gun. He pointed the gun at her, and he demanded the vehicle. And she did exactly what she should have done. There were no kids in the car because if there were, that changes everything. Uh, but she she gave up the car, and uh, we were able to find the car a short time later in Gulf Breeze. So um, the, the suspect is still at large, and we're hoping to, uh, you know, if anybody has any information on that, that they would let us know. There's no car, no wallet, no purse, no jewelry worth dying over because stuff can be replaced and people can't, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's what insurance is for. And even if it's not insured, it's not worth you getting hurt over. Absolutely. Um, uh, Mike, uh, we always like to end with some kind of a cop myth or a did you know you got one for us this week? Yeah, this is a did you know. And a lot of people get these two terms mixed up. So I'm going to give you the quick version because we'd have to have 30 minutes to go into this real deep. But people get murder and homicide mixed up. A lot Uh-oh. of people think okay. they mean the same thing. And in a way, in a way they do because all murders are homicides, but not all homicides are murders. So the homicide is the is the death of a person by another person. There is justifiable homicide and when it comes to unjustified that can be murder and that can be manslaughter. So that that's the difference. There is a difference between the two. Uh, you know, all murders are homicides but not all homicides are murders. The logician in me can't help but say this. You need me a Venn diagram. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, yeah. right? Every so, so murders are a subset of homicides, and of course, some exactly. homicides. Exactly. What's that? 
yeah, and then you've got you've got premeditated murders, you've got mm-hmm. felony murders, you've got homicides during drug dealings, you've got second degree murder, then you got voluntary manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, DUI manslaughter. It goes on and on and on, and that's why I said we would have to have about thirty minutes to go into all of it. Uh, but the main point was that there is a difference when you're speaking about murder and homicide. There is a little bit of a difference in Florida. There's a big difference actually. In, in, in Florida law, is there a separate category for negligent uh, homicide, um, or is that simply a ca- classified as manslaughter? Well, yeah, that gets into the manslaughter area. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, but the justifiable, that would be, for example, self-defense, uh, that would be a, be a separate subset of homicide still, but certainly not murder and not even manslaughter because it's a legally allowed or legally justified act, right? That's exactly right. Very good. I love to have clarification like that. All right, I have one for you, though. Okay, because you and I talk, we do these cop myths all the time, and we talk about, you know, how TV and movies get your profession wrong almost as if they're trying to do it on purpose. They get it wrong so consistently. But I do have a question because I was watching a movie recently, and when I was watching it, what I was thinking is, I wonder if this might not be the most true to life police movie that there is. Officer, officer, can you get my kitty cat out of the tree? No problem, ma'am. So I have to ask you I have to ask you the question as inaccurate as these supposedly true to life crime dramas and cop shows and movies are is it is there a chance that police academy might be closer to accurate than anything else You wouldn't believe how close <laughs> Um Listen, I've been through a police academy in the state of Kentucky and in Florida. And in Kentucky, we had to stay there sort of like police academy. And every class has a hooks and every class has a tackleberry, you know, uh, but maybe not to those extremes. But but most officers can tell you, yeah, that that movie wasn't that far off on personality. <laughs> so that that's so, wow. So, I owe you twenty bucks, Andrew. I guess you do. Yeah. So the the personality types might be a wee bit amplified, but it's only a little bit um, compared to real. That's so funny. Oh my god, that's <laughs> wonderful. All right. Well, and I love that you are so first name familiar with all of the characters in that movie. <laughs> that makes me smile in my heart. What uh, about Super Troopers? Is uh, that close? Candy has super troopers. Is that close? Mike? Um, that, that, that's a little far. That's a little far away. I'll stick to police. Yeah, candy. Ooh, okay. Come on. Well, no, no, that makes me feel better. <laughs> except, for the, except for the tight shorts. All right, Mike Wood is the uh, public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Hey, summer gear is important. Um, Mike, as always, thank you for the work that you do. Thanks for uh, informing our audience. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. 548 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. And if you're thinking about needing some repairs for your car, especially if you've got an import, you know, you pay pretty good money to get that import, pay more to get a better car. That's the goal, right? A Beamer, a Porsche, a Mercedes, a Genesis, a Jaguar, a Lexus. And you think, well, in order to maintain that car, you got to spend just like you spent to buy. Well, no, you don't have to go to the dealership for that. You don't have to drive if it's in Mobile. You don't have to spend the time. You don't have to spend the extra money. It's going to cost you more to go to the dealership. Go to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They take care of people with those cars all the time. No problem. In fact, their philosophy is they want to see you, okay, more often for small things. The preventative routine maintenance to prevent them seeing you catastrophically for the big things. That's the philosophy in the name of their website, Car Clinic Service, like a 
healthcare clinic for your car is kind of the idea. Rated a 2021 Carfax top rated service center, 4.5 average reviews or above. And they'll work on the diesel engines or any car you've got the run around. No problem. Whatever it is, take it to Bobby Lycus Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. When it comes to precious metals, there's only one place to consider, and that is Emerald Coast Coins. They're the local leader in dealing with coins and jewelry. Gold, silver, diamonds, and sterling silver. Emerald Coast Coins buys, sells, and trades. And for the past 15 years, customers from all over the Gulf Coast have trusted Emerald Coast Coins for the best estimates and prices in town. Stop in today. They're on Creighton Road, right across from Tom Thumb. Emerald Coast Coins. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. It's cold, by the way. Who ordered this weather? We were doing just fine. I know. I almost wore long johns. Yeah, I I, I went out last night and I just kind of walked outside. I know. (laughs) What happened? And then I'm like, all right, fine. So I'll check the weather this morning. When I get, I'm like, 48. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it, dude. What's wrong with you? So I put on jeans for all goodness. What is this, January? Anyway, it's cold, so just dress. And it's going to be like 65 today, but still, for now. It's chilly. It's chilly. Yeah, That's your right. legs are going to freeze if you wear shorts like all, I did. All right. Uh, Candy's got our headlines for us. Candy? Uh, at least six people dead as violent storms pound northern California among the victims. A 19-year-old woman who was killed when her car hydroplaned on a flooded street and slammed into a utility pole. This happened in San Francisco, and boy was killed when a tree fell on his mobile home in Sonoma County. Chair of the Senate Committee, uh, Commerce Committee, says that the panel intends to hold hearings after Southwest Airlines canceled nearly 16,000 flights last week. Democratic Senator Maria Cantwell said on Wednesday that her committee will hold hearings to examine how to strengthen consumer protection and airline operations. And Prince Harry uh, says he was probably bigoted before he met Meghan Markle. The British royal made the comment in a new interview for the CBS program 60 Minutes. In a clip released Thursday, Harry says he was incredibly naive about how bigoted the press was and added, I was Probably bigoted before the relationship with Meghan. And Prince Harry interview will air this Sunday. I'm kind of 
of sick of them. I, I mean, I, as I put him in the news, no, I know, but yeah. No, but like I was, you know, I'm preparing for Kevin Kate Meehan on at uh, 7.35 right, right, this right, morning. Yeah. And and now, that which means I, I pay a little extra, you know, attention to entertainment news in no, order to find right. the stories that she and I are going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, half the stories yesterday are about Harry and Meghan somehow or other. There's all these different things about them. And I'm like, eh. He, he, <laughs> yeah. I didn't read the book and yeah. I don't know if I will or not, but I, I've read that he does I say won't. that. Yeah, well, I, on Reddit, they're saying how he said that he uh, got, I got beat up by my older brother. And right. I'm not trying to, like, who didn't get into a fight with their sibling? Yeah, you know, it that, sounds like you had it pretty drama? good there, bud. You know, that that sounds like human stuff. Maybe yeah, they're you, not royals after all. You never had to worry about a meal. Well, like, and, ever. Right, exa- and neither exactly. does anybody in your family. Although, so the, one that I, the one that I found fascinating was um, <laughs> when he first started dating her, uh-huh. he went and looked up suits, sex scenes. Uh, oh, geez. <laughs> Because she that was, was a TV show, she was on right, Suits, and, and she, she was, was great in it. By know, the way, and, yeah. and I, I never really watched Suits, so I can't speak to it. But it was good. It I'm was sure good. it was steamy yeah. with her and all this, and mm-hmm. you know. And I'm thinking she's really pretty. If, yeah, she is. If if you know, and she was a um uh, uh what was the uh, the briefcase show with Howie Mandel? Oh, uh, Deal or No Deal. Thank you. And she was a girl on there too. And so oh. anyway, um, <laughs> he says, you know, I, I was thinking, like, would you want to see your woman? You know, like that with other men? No, no. I know. <laughs> like, not even a little bit, right? Um, so, you know. No, it's a bad it's, idea to look it up on Facebook if you're dating somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, great. Right. There's How another can picture of you and whoever you're dating before. Produced sex scenes. That doesn't, but, you know, <laughs> he did. So, okay. Well, maybe it was go. before they got together. No, but it was, he said it was like in the beginning. Oh. You know. Yeah, that would still be weird. I could not do that. Hey, you know what I watched last night, honey? What? Bye. 554 on News Radio <laughs> 92. Yeah, right. Um, oh, this this made me laugh. And I always like to share things that make me laugh because, you know, we all need more laughs. Um, Charles Barkley, who is honest to God, one of my just favorite weird people. You know, I, I, I just. I, <laughs> Charles Barkley. Charles yeah. Barkley is just such a character. And he's he's one of these like you don't you would if you didn't know Charles Barkley, you would think he'd be an idiot. But he's really not. He's a really sharp guy, right? And, you know, the things that he says are always a bit surprising and odd and weird. And that's what makes him so captivating. But <laughs> he's on he's on TNT doing, you know, I think it was um, basketball coverage, I think, because it was him and Shaq and a couple of other guys. So um, and you'll, this is important because you'll hear Shaq in this as well. But he's in there and he's talking about it. And um, this is this is what happened. I'm being honest, Freddie. I don't want to be one of these assholes on television. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, I mean jackasses, I meant. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, they, they did not have the bleep. I added the bleep. <laughs> so this has been lightly edited by yours truly. I'm being honest, Freddie. I don't want to be one of these assholes on television. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I mean jackasses, I meant. Jeez. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. What the heck is going on? Here? I meant jackasses. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> These guys act like they know everything. Ernie, I got that's the first check. I say, uh, that's the first time I've ever cursed. I apologize. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. I apologize. Chuck, I tell you what, I will pay your fine to the FCC. I do. I apologize. Uh, and Shaq can't. He's completely lost it. Like Shaquille O'Neal just can't control himself. All he's doing is laughing for the whole segment because he can't believe it that somebody, you know, that because these are the rules you learn. And you learn what you can, you can't say, and. Well, you know, and he, I love the, that's the first time I ever swore my whole entire life. <laughs> Clearly, right? My, but the the funny part about that story, and this just, I, I mean, it's a funny comment by Shaq that he'll pay the fine. No fine. Oh, that's good. It's TNT. 
Oh, right. Yeah, so it's cable. It's cable, yeah. yeah. Right, right. There's no FCC rule about content on TNT because it's a physical structure that connects you to the source of you can't even say broadcast because that'd be over the air um to this you know the source of the transmission so the fcc doesn't regulate it so there's no fine if anything it'd be like a cn a, a, T, a tnt internal thing or whatever they've got some you know rule about language but i just thought that was a funny moment it made me laugh so i wanted to share it with you oh by the way we have really good news uh damar hamlin is out of oh. his uh terrible condition i mean he's not right. he's not back out of the hospital but he's up he's alert he's not speaking yet but he is communicating, and uh, UC uh, Medical Staff sent, uh, Medical Center says, uh, Dr. Timothy Pritz says, uh, you know, he's awake. Beginning uh, to awaken, uh, and it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. That's really good news. And he says it was quick uh, thinking and behavior and proper diagnosis by the medical staff on the field saved his life. Bill's training staff, who was with him immediately, recognized that this was not run-of-the-mill injury and that they they had a significant event on their hands and immediately responded yeah this was not just like any other thing that would have like a concussion or being knocked out or something like that um i think the best like the most you could maybe have predicted this but it's still the it's kind of like the perfect thing first question he asks up out of his coma and it asks, like he didn't ask with his voice, but he asked by writing it down on a uh-huh. piece of paper. He asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, Damar, you won. You've won the game of life. Did we win the game? Like, that was the first thing you want to know, because he doesn't know it's been two days. Oh. You know, he's just yeah, no, that's three days, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh. you know, and, and the doctor's like, yeah, you won the game of life. You know, you're not dead. So there's that. Meanwhile, they've canceled the game. Right, and so not replay, which yeah. is interesting because I don't remember NFL games like we talked about this the other day. I don't remember uh, any game ever getting uh, you know that heavily suspended and then postponed indefinitely and then canceled over an injury. But they say the NFL's argument is this doesn't change anything. I don't know enough about the playoff structure. I, I some of the stuff I've read seems to indicate that it, it will change some matchups, maybe or not matchups, but I, it can't be that there's no implications. But they say it doesn't make anybody in who would not get in or out who would, you know what I mean? So they're saying they can get by without playing it. And the challenge of logistically figuring out how do you replay a game like this and shuffle everybody else's schedule and the downtime in between games is necessary before a team can play again. So with all of that, they're just going to not play the game and move on as if it did never happen. 